Welcome to the K2 Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Kelly. Every week, I'll be sitting down with a sales executive where they'll share their stories and experiences that produce game-changing results. Let's be honest, sales can be a tough game. I'm sure at some point, we've all delivered a less than stellar demo, been ghosted by a client or two, and sometimes maybe we did more talking than listening. And that's where I can help. The stories and insights our guests share can be applied to your own business, your territory, or with your team, so you're not reinventing the wheel. Our weekly tactics and strategies help you get out of your head and start creating your own path towards game-changing results. Welcome back to the KG Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Kelly. Now, every week I get to sit down with a sales leader or an expert in their field, and we have a conversation about what's contributing to game-changing results, whether it be with them, their team, or just what they're seeing in the industry. And time to time, I come on and I share what I'm seeing or talk about what's top of mind with myself or my clients. And today is one of those days. And so I want to talk to you today about leading with fear. And oftentimes I'm talking to clients and they're holding their punches and they're holding back out of fear. And it could be from putting their name in, from speaking at a conference, from, you know, turning on their video and actually making a video to their customer, um, joining up for an internal team, just anything that's out of the comfort zone that doesn't feel safe. And so I want to talk to you today about how we can lean into that discomfort and and make those changes. And even, even in the face of discomfort, and this is not normal feeling, that's okay. That's on the other side of that is growth. And if we don't lean into that, we play it safe. We stay small and we don't, we, there's no movement. So if you're happy with what, where you're at, then, then continue playing that game. But if you know that there's more potential that you want to bet on yourself, then we're going to talk about how we can make those changes. And before I get into the three areas that we can make changes, I want to tell you a quick story about what made me think about this, this topic in the first place. I have a, a little girl, she's turning six in, in two weeks and I signed her up for hockey and she had her first practice on the weekend. And, um, she's, she's never played hockey in her life. <laughs> she's watched her brother and she started skating before COVID. So her skating, if 10 is amazing, she's probably at a one, two. So as I'm sitting in the stands on the weekend watching her, um, I thought to myself, what did you do? Did you sign her up here a little premature? Are you setting her up for success? Like, what did you do here? Cause everything is stacked against her and she's a little girl oh, and she's the only girl in a group of 40 boys. And so I just, I, as, as I, I let things unravel and I watched, but as we're going into the arena, I said, how are you, how are you feeling? She says, I'm so excited. She went into the change room and then she says, mommy, everyone's a boy in here. <laughs> it dawned on me the same thing, but I didn't say anything. And so the entire time she was confident, she leaned into it. Never did she say, I don't want to do this. I didn't back down. The reason I'm sharing this is because sometimes as adults, we think, you know, we're always there to teach children lessons. And man, she taught me a big lesson. She taught me about fear not even being on the table. She was completely out of her element and she still continued to lean into it, uh, continue to be excited. And just with the unknown, detaching from the outcome, knowing whatever happens, happens. And I'm going in here blind. And I'm kind of upset at myself that I thought, God, maybe I should pull her out of this because it's so, you know, she's, she's so kind of an underdog. And I just thought, I, I actually was mad at myself for having that thought 
because as the practice progressed, her skating of a two kind of moved up to a four. And where she was finishing last, she started finishing, you know, in the middle. And it was just, she looked around her. She was a product of her environment and her environment was mixed. And she had this level of grit and determination. But the thing is, because I was in the stands, she had a helmet on, I couldn't see her emotions. I didn't know what she was feeling, what she was thinking. If she was crying under there, I had no idea. And only after the fact, she said to me, yeah, it was, it was so much fun. Um, I sweat so much. I work so hard. And it, it was unbelievable. And I just thought in the face of uncertainty, of, there was no doubt. There was no fear. She just leaned into it. And I thought, how can, how can I and how can we as adults and as salespeople take that same approach that when we're asked to do something, you know, or even before that, why aren't we putting our hand up? Why aren't we leaning into these opportunities of growth that are going to help, that are going to increase our visibility, that are going to, you know, put our names forward for advancement, that are going to get our customers' attention? Why aren't we doing that? And it's because we're leading with fear. And so how can we, how can we move out of that zone. And I'm going to talk about three ways we can. And these three ways are ways that I learned many years ago and I still use to today. And the first one is just say yes and you figure it out later. So if someone's asking you to do something, and obviously it's got to be in line with where you want to go, it's going to get you closer to achieving your goal. But the how, you figure that out later and you will. And quick stories that I was asked to host an event back in 2015, 2016. And I remember thinking as they're asking me, oh my God, I, I was sweating as they're asking me, just thinking about the size of the audience, the magnitude, what I would have to do. But I said yes, because I knew if I waited longer, I would say no out of fear. And I figured it out later. And I completely did. I had a process, a framework, and I had an amazing event. So the first one is just say yes, if it is in line with where you are trying to go. If it's out of fear, move past it. You'll figure, you'll figure out the how later, but they've come to you. They've asked you, they see something in you that maybe you don't see in yourself, but say yes and figure it out later. The second one is ask yourself, why am I not saying yes? And when we're, when we're paralyzed by fear, all we're thinking about is one person. We're thinking about us. What are we going to look like on camera? What are we going to look on video? What are they going to think of us? What if I mess up? And what if you shifted your audience, your, your focus to your audience and said, what are they not going to be able to do as a result of me not sharing these insights with them? You know, I'm doing them a disservice. You know, think of the, what they have to do to come to this event, to come to this talk, whatever you're doing, they have to perhaps arrange childcare. They have to pay. They're doing something. So how can we focus on them and say, I'm going to make this the best experience that's going to be transformational. So I'm not even thinking about me. I'm totally thinking about them, whether it's your customer, if you're a sales leader, whether it's your team, but remove the focus off of you. And then the fear leaves you because you're not worried about you. You'll be fine. You'll figure it out, but it's not about you. It's about them. And it's about how you can move them to a different place. And the third one is step out of your way. Because most often the reason we're leading with fear is because we're listening to the voices in our head. And so if this is a radio station of negativity, we got to turn the channel. And sometimes, you know, we, we perhaps did something similar and we messed up. We dropped the ball. We embarrassed ourselves, and we're still hanging on. We're still playing that song from five years ago that nobody remembers. You're not the same person and we need to let it go. 
and stop it from moving us forward? How can we bet on ourselves? How can we believe in ourselves and have this sense of conviction that, yes, I can do this and, and not just do, I'm going to do it amazing, you know, because I want to, I want to leave a legacy. I want to be talked about. I want to help people again, back to the audience. So how can we get out of our heads and stop playing this old broken message that doesn't serve anybody and move forward? So those are the three areas. If you are stuck on something, you're not making a decision, you're not moving forward. And the reason is we're leading with fear. So we have to move past that. And the first one is just say yes to whatever it is. Again, provided that it is in line with where you want to go. The how, we'll figure it out. Absolutely, that will come to you. That's the easy part. The second part is remove the focus from you and think about your audience. Who are you trying to help? And if you're anxious, if you're nervous, if you're fearful, that moves away. And the third part is check in with the story and the narrative you're telling yourself. Because most often it's I can't. And you're focusing on the things you can't do. Focus on the things you can do that you're going to be able to do and just get out of your head. So next time um, someone asks you to do something and you're, you're reluctant, you're leading with fear, consider these three things. And I would even challenge you. Don't wait for somebody to ask you. You put your name in there. You throw it in and you bet on yourself. And you know that, you know, you'll do, you'll do an amazing job because you'll do the work, you believe in yourself and you create a transformative, transformative experience for them that they're going to be talking about you long after the show's over. Put those into practice, uh, baby steps, even if you do one of them um, and you start seeing the results over time, it starts getting easier and easier. And before you know it, you're not even thinking, you're just doing it automatically. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the K2 Sales Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our weekly sales insights are geared towards sales reps, leaders, and small business owners to help navigate the complexity of modern day sales. Our tactical takeaways help you put a plan in place to start creating your own game-changing results. Until next time, happy selling. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.